Welcome, 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 world changers. Shalom, shalom. Tonight, we're going to get back into the scriptures comparing 1 Kings to 2 Chronicles. We're going to compare 1 Kings chapters 15 and 16 to 2 Chronicles 13 through 17. And so this is going to be another awesome night of reading the scripture. 1 Kings 15 on the left-hand side and 2 Chronicles 13 on the right-hand side. And we're going to go through this. Now, this particular passage, I mean, the whole course of this night is going is not going to align very well. But uh, we're going to do uh, we're going to we're going to read it as, as best as we can, because in uh, first can first Kings 15 and 16 and second Chronicles 13 and 17 is is quite different in many parts. But we're going to we're going to do what we can. So 1 Kings 15, let's start there. Abijam reigns in Judah. Now notice right off the bat, we have a different spelling of the same name. What's Abijah uh, in 2 Chronicles 13. Abijah reigns in Judah versus Abijam. Abijam uh, reigns in Judah. Now probably just a thing of the, again, um, I'm not sure exactly what, you know what? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly why there's that difference, but we have that difference. 1 Kings 15, verse 1. In the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, Abayam, or Abijam, uh, became king over Judah. And so in 2 Chronicles 13, we have in the 18th year of King Jeroboam, or Jeroboam, it doesn't say son of Nabat. Um not that that's a big deal, but it's different. Uh, Abiyah or Abijah became king over Judah. First Kings 15, verse 2. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name is Maacah, the granddaughter of Ab- Abishalom, father of peace. Right? Second Chronicles 13. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Micaiah. Different than Ma'akah, the daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. Hmm, that's different. Uh, not to say it's a it's a contradiction, but it's different. Uh, Micaiah here in the footnotes it probably refers to First Kings fifteen. Uh, yeah, Ma'akah in other parts of Scripture. Um, so different. And there was war between Abiyah or Abijah and Jeroboam. Now again, that's not in Second Kings or First Kings either. Back to First Kings chapter fifteen, and he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him. His heart was not loyal to the Lord his God, as was the heart of his father David. Second Chronicles thirteen, Abiyah set the battle in order with the army of valiant warriors, 400,000 choice men. Jeroboam also drew up in battle formation against him with 800,000 choice men, mighty men of valor. Okay, so this is where we kind of go right off. This is where everything goes completely. Uh, it's it's quite different, as you can see already here. Um Kind of hard to read it side by side from here on in. 
So verse first uh, Kings chapter 15, verse 4, Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem by setting up his son after him and by establishing Jerusalem, because David did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not turned aside from anything that he had he commanded him all the days of his life all the days of his life except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite ah uh, so there's a few things here let's that we can talk about um number 1 is this you know for those of you who have been with me lo these how it's what it's going on close to a year now uh you'll notice that we have a lot of people that come on and try to you know they they, they put up arguments saying well, you know, in the Old Testament, because I, I, I pull out the fact that they, there's about like a hundred times. Uh, let me think now. No. Uh, 70, 70 times, okay, in the so-called Old Testament where it says that people were righteous. And so you always get these people, they have, people make excuses and they try to reconcile with their faulty doctrine at every turn. So they say, well, yeah, they were righteous because of faith, because it says because of faith. It's like, wait a second. So the so-called Old Testament was the testament of faith. I thought you thought I thought you 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 thought that the Old Testament was a testament of works or that they were righteous because of, you know, this sacrifice, because of the blood sacrifice or something to that effect. So many people have got so many different excuses, so many different ways of explaining away what the text actually says. So the text makes it very clear here that it says in verse 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 4, Nevertheless, for, the, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem by setting up his son after him and by establishing Jerusalem because, why? Because David had faith, because David uh, offered the sacrifices, because David was covered by the blood. No. Because David did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. It says very, very clear there, black and white. And had not turned aside from anything he commanded him all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Now, here's a case I've heard people argue and it is it is a legitimate argument, I suppose. They say that well, that that can't be. You know, it's not like David obeyed all the commandments because you know he uh, he numbered Israel. He you know the census, and he wasn't supposed to do that. And God struck the people with the plague because of that. Okay, you can say that. So, and again, that just goes to prove that we shouldn't take anything hyper literally. However. Generally speaking, it says here that David had not turned aside from anything that God commanded him all the days of his life, except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Okay, so can you imagine, this is, I mean, it doesn't even mention Bathsheba, but in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. So he basically, he basically uh, killed Uriah. Okay, now... If he didn't do that, what would it say here? If David didn't do that with Uriah, what would it say here? Would it say that he had not he had not turned aside from anything that God commanded him all the days of his life, period? Whatever, however you want to look at it, this is a very good record of David, okay? 
you know, as a lot of people say, especially in the Christian Protestant world, they would say, oh, no, the commandments of God, you cannot obey them. They're not even supposed to be obeyed. They're only there just to show you how much of a sinner you are. How much of a lie, how much of a lie are you trying to tell? Uh, yes, of course, God gave commandments to be obeyed. He's, he made it very clear, and people have obeyed it, have obeyed the commandments. That's very clear. And so, it, again, here, David obeyed everything, generally speaking, except in the matter, matter of Uriah the Hittite. Verse 6, And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all the days of his life. Now the rest of the acts of Abiyam or Abijam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of, of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abiyam and Jeroboam. So Abiyam rested with his fathers and they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa, or Asa, as it's more correctly pronounced, Asa, uh, his son reigned in his place. So let's catch up over here in Second Chronicles uh, chapter 13. Uh, verse 4, then Abiyah, Abiyah stood on Mount Zemarim, Zemarim, which is in the mountains of Ephraim, and said, Hear me, Jeroboam and all Israel. Should you not know that the Lord God of Israel gave the dominion over it? over Israel to David forever and to his sons by covenant of by a covenant of salt yet Jeroboam the son of Nebat the servant of Solomon the son of David rose up and rebelled against his lord then worthless rogues gathered to him and strengthened themselves against Jeroboam the son of Solomon when Rehoboam was young and inexperienced and could not withstand them. And now you think to withstand the kingdom of the Lord, which is in the hand of the sons of David. And you are a great multitude. And with you are the gold calves, which Jeroboam or Jeroboam made for you as gods. Have you not cast out the priests of the Lord? the sons of Aaron and the Levites and made for yourselves priests like the peoples of other lands so that whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may be a priest of things that are not gods. But as for us, the Lord is our God and we have not forsaken him. And the priests who minister to the Lord are the sons of Aaron and the Levites attend to their duties. And they burn, and they burn to the Lord every morning and every evening, burnt sacrifices and sweet incense. They also set the showbread in order on the pure gold table, and the lampstand of gold with its lamps to burn every evening. For we for we keep the command of the Lord our God, but you have forsaken him. Now look, God himself is with us. As our head and his priests with sounding trumpets to sound the alarm against you 
O children of Israel, do not fight against the Lord God of your fathers, for you shall not prosper. But Jeroboam caused an ambush to go around behind them. So they were in front of Judah. And the ambush was behind them. And when Judah looked around, to their surprise, the battle line was at both front and rear. And they cried out to the Lord. Isn't that interesting? You know, people cry out to the Lord when they're in trouble, right? They cry out to the Lord. And the priests sounded the trumpets. Then the men of Judah gave a shout. And the and as the men of Judah shouted, it happened that God struck Jeroboam and all Israel before Abiah and Yehuda, Abijah and Judah. And the children of Israel fled before Yehuda, and God delivered them into their hand. Then Abiah and his people struck them with a great slaughter. So 500,000 choice men of Israel fell slain. Thus the children of Israel were subdued at that time, and the children of Judah prevailed. Because they relied on the Lord their God, or the Lord God of their fathers. And Abiyah pursued Jeroboam and took cities from him, Bethel with its villages, Yeshanah with its villages, and Ephraim with its villages. Ephraim in the footnotes, uh, Ephron in 2 Chronicles 13, 19, with its villages. So Jeroboam did not recover strength again in the days of Abiyah, and the Lord struck him, and he died. But Abiyah grew mighty, married 14 wives, and begot 22 sons and 16 daughters. Now the rest of the acts of Abiyah, his ways and his sayings, are they not written in the annals of the prophet Edo. 2 Chronicles 14, Asa reigns over Judah, or Asa. Let's start with 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 9. In the 20th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Asa became king over Judah. And he reigned 41 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Maacah, the daughter of Abi Shalom. Okay, so Second uh, Chronicles 14. So Abiyah rested with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa, his son, reigned in his place. In his days, the land was quiet for ten years. Asa did what was good in the, and right in the eyes of the Lord his God, for he removed the altars of the foreign gods and high places and broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 11, Asa did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as did his father David, and he banished the perverted persons. In the footnotes, we have, again, Hebrew, Kedeshim, uh, those practicing sodomy and prostitution in ritual, or excuse me, in religious rituals. And removed all the idols that his father had made. And he removed Maacah, his grandmother, from being queen mother because she had made an obscene image of Asherah. In the footnotes, Asherah, a Canaanite goddess. 
2 Chronicles 14, 4, he commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandments. He also removed the high places and the incense altars from all the cities of Judah, and the kingdom was quiet under him. Uh, 1 Kings 15, the last part of verse 13, and Asa cut down her obscene image and burned it by the brook Kidron, but the high places were not removed. The high places in the footnotes, the places for pagan worship, was not removed. Nevertheless, Asa's heart was loyal to the Lord all his days. He also brought into the into the house of the Lord the things which his father had dedicated, and the things which he himself had dedicated, silver and gold and utensils. Now there was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. 2 Chronicles 14, verse 6, And he built fortified cities in Judah, for the land had rest. He had no war in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. Therefore he said to Judah, Let us build these cities and make walls around them, and towers gates and bars while the land is yet before us because we have sought the Lord our God we have sought him and he has given us rest on every side so they built and prospered and Asa had an army of 300,000 from Judah who carried shields and spears and from Benjamin 280,000 men who carried shields and drew bows all these were mighty men of valor Let's go back to 1 Kings chapter 15. Now there was war between Asa and Baasha, the king of Israel, all their days. And Baasha, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took all the silver and gold that was left in the treasuries of the house of the Lord and the treasuries of the king's house and delivered them into the hand of his servants. And King Asa sent them to Ben-Hadad, the son of Tabrimon, Tabrimon the son of Hezion, Hezion, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. See, I have sent you a present of silver and gold. Come and break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. So Ben-Hadad heeded King Asa and sent captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. He attacked Ion, Dan, Ebel, Beit, Makkah, and all Hinaroth, and all the land of Naphtali. Now it happened when Baasa heard it, that he stopped building Ramah and remained in Tirzah. Then King Asa made a proclamation throughout all Judah. None was exempted, and they took away the stones and timber of Ramah, which Baasha had used for building. And with them, King Asa built Geba of Benjamin and Mizpah. The rest of all the, king, the acts of Asa and, and all his might, all that he did, 
and the cities which he built, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? But in the time of his old age, he was diseased in his feet. So Asa rested with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father. Then Jehoshaphat, his son, reigned in his place. Weebs, I'm not sure who you're talking about or what you mean by this. Because Weebs says, I don't think he was. He was half man. And it stands to reason he would give in to earthly temptation. Okay, Second uh, Chronicles chapter 14. Then Zerah, the Ethiopian, came out against them with an army of a million men and 300 chariots. And he came to Maresha. So Asa went out against him, and they set the troops in battle array in the valley of Zaphatha at Merasha. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to, to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, Lord our God, for we rest on you. And in your name we go against this multitude, O Lord. You are our God. Do not let men, man prevail against you. So the Lord struck the Ethiopians before Asa and Judah, and the Ethiopians fled. And Asa and the people who were with him pursued them to Gerar. So the Ethiopians were overthrown, and they could not recover, for they were broken before the Lord and his army. And they carried away very much spoil. Then they defeated all the cities around Gerar, for the fear of the Lord came upon them, and they plundered all the cities, for there was exceedingly much spoil in them. They also attacked the livestock enclosures and carried off sheep and camels in abundance and returned to Jerusalem. Second Chronicles chapter 15. Now the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and, and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time Israel has been without the, the true God, without, teach, without a teaching priest and without law. But when in their trouble they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. And in those times there was no peace to the one who went out, nor to the one who came in. But great turmoil, great turmoil was on all the inhabitants of the lands. So nation was destroyed by nation, and city by city, for God troubled them with every adversity. But you, be strong, and do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. And when Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Oded, the, pro the prophet, he took courage and removed the abominable idols from all the land of Yehudah, or Judah, and Benjamin, and from the cities which he had taken in the mountains of Ephraim. And he restored the altar of the Lord that was that was before the vestibule of the Lord. Then he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and those who dwelt with them from Ephraim, Manasseh and Simeon. For they came over 
to him in great numbers from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. So they gathered together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the, of the reign of Asa, and they offered to the Lord at that time seven hundred bulls and seven thousand sheep from the spoil they had brought. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. And whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death. <laughs> wow, that's quite the law, isn't it? Whether small or great, whether man or woman. Then they took an oath before the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and trumpets and ram's horns. And all Judah rejoiced with an oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all their soul. And he was found by them, for the Lord gave them rest all around. Also, he removed Maka. The mother of Asa, the king, uh, the mother of Asa, the king, from being queen mother, because she had made an obs- an obscene image of Asherah, and Asa cut down her obscene image, then crushed and burned it by the brook Kidron. So those those details we don't have in First Kings. But the high places were not removed from Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was loyal all his days. He also brought into the house of God the things that his father had dedicated and that he himself had dedicated, silver and gold and utensils. And there was no war until the 35th year of the reign of Asa. 2 Chronicles chapter 16 Asa's treaty with Syria. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Baasha, king of Israel, came up against Yehuda and built Ramah, that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought silver and gold from the treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, of, uh, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between me and between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. See, I have sent you silver and gold. Come, break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. So Ben Hadad heeded King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. They attacked Eon. Dan, Abel, Maim, and all the stores, cities of Naphtali. Let's just kind of go back here to that particular instance. Right here. He attacked um, Dan, Abel, Beth, Makah. That's different than Abel, Maim. And all the stores, cities of Naphtali. Okay, so that would cover all the other ones. Now it happened, this is verse 5, Now it happened when Baasha heard it that he stopped up Ramah and ceased his work, or stopped building Ramah and ceased his work. Then King Asa took all Judah and they carried away the stones and timber of Ramah which Baasha used for for building. And with them he built Geba and Mizpah. 
2 Chronicles 16, 7, And at that time, Hanani, the seer, came to Asa, king of Judah, and said to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped from your hand. Were the Ethiopians and the Lubim not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet, because you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on, you shall have wars. Not sure about you guys, but I remember many times in Christian circles, they would quote this. Many times, you know, they'd have their little pet verses that they would quote. They'd forget about everything else around it, but they would they would, they would have their little pet verses, their little uh, favorite uh, cherry-picked verses that they would quote. And this is one. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Continuing with verse 10, then Asa was hung, was, excuse me, angry. Then Asa was angry with the seer and put him in prison, for he was enraged at him because of this. And Asa oppressed some of the people at that time. Note that the acts of Asa, first and last, are indeed written in the book of Kings of Judah in Israel. Okay, so just a second now. So in first Kings chapter 15, verse 23, we have it saying that is you know that it's written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah. Now, here's the question: Is that talking about the book of Chronicles that we're reading, like Second Chronicles? If it is, you see, like I remember uh, talking to Onia. I'm not sure if uh, Brother Onia is listening right now or not, but I remember talking to Onia about which one came first. Uh, chronicles or kings i i was always led to uh, believe that first kings came first and not uh, the chronicles the chronicles came afterward after that and, and uh Onia said that chronicles came first because first kings reference chronicles seeing you know seeming like it seems like chronicles was first and first kings was written after that, that that's why it says Chronicles in here. But in Chronicles, it says Kings, the book of the Kings. So that's a question. Are they referencing each other? If they are, then which one came first? Back to the back to the drawing board. Second Chronicles 16, verse 12. And in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet, and his malady was severe. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but the physicians. So Asa rested with his fathers. He died in the 41st year of his reign. They buried him in his own tomb, which he had made for himself in the city of David, and they laid him in the bed, which was filled with spices and, and various ingredients prepared in a mixture 
of ointments. They they made a very great burning for him. And then we talk about Jehoshaphat here. Okay, so um, catching up. First Kings chapter 15. Verse 25. Now Nadab, the son of Jeroboam, king became king over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Yehuda, king of Judah, and reigned over Israel two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father and in his sin by which he made uh, by which he had made Israel sin. Then Baasha, the son of Ahiah or Ahijah, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him, and Baasha killed him at Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines, while Nadab and all Israel laid siege to Gibbethon. Baasha killed him in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. And it was so when he became king that he killed all the house of Jeroboam. He did not leave to Jeroboam anyone that breathed until he had destroyed him, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken by his servant Ahiah the Shilonite. Because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he had sinned, and by which he made Israel sin, because of his provocation, with which he had provoked the Lord God of Israel to anger. Now the rest of the acts of Nadab and all that he did, are they not written in the books of the book of Chronicles of the kings of Israel? And there was war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, all their days. Verse 33, in the third year of Asa, king of Yehuda or king of Judah, Baasa, the son of Ahiah, became king over all Israel in Tirzah and reigned 24 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of Jeroboam and in his sin by which he had made Israel sin. First Kings chapter 16, the reigns of Elah, Zimri, Omri, and Ahab, or Ahab. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, or Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Baasha, saying, Inasmuch as I lifted you out of the dust and made you ruler over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel sin to provoke me to anger with their sins, surely I will take away the posterity of Baasha and the posterity of of his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. The dogs shall eat whoever belongs to Baasha and dies in the city, and the birds of the air shall eat whoever dies in the fields. Now the rest of the acts of Baasha, what he did and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Baasha rested with his fathers and was buried in Tirzah, then Elah, his son, reigned in his place. And also the word of the Lord came by prophet Yehu, the son of Hanani, against Baasha and his house, because of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord in provoking him to anger with, with the work of his hands in being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he killed them. 
Elah reigns in Israel. In the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, Elah, the son of Baasha, became king over Israel and reigned two years in Tirzah. Now his servant Zimri, commander of half of his chariots, conspired against him as he was in Tirzah drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, steward of his house in Tirzah. And Zimri went in and struck him and killed him in the 27th year of Asa, king of Yehuda, and reigned in his place. Then it came to pass when he began to reign, as soon as he was seated on his throne, that he killed all the household of Baasha. He did not leave him one male, neither of his relatives nor of his friends. Thus, Zimri destroyed all the household of Baasha, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke against Baasha by Yehu the prophet. For all the sins of Baasha and the sins of Elah his son, by which they had sinned and by they had made Israel sin in provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, and are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Zimri reigns in Israel. Verse 15. In the 27th year of Asa, king of Yehuda, Zimri had reigned in Tirzah seven days, and the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. Now the people who were encamped heard it said, Zimri had conspired and also had has killed the king. So all Israel made Omri the commander of the army king over Israel that day in the camp. Then Omri and all Israel with him went up from Gibbethon and they besieged Tirzah. And it happened when Zimri saw that the city was taken that he went into the citadel of the king's house and burned the king's house down upon himself with fire and died because of the sins which he had committed in doing evil in the sight of the Lord in walking in the way of Jeroboam and in his sin which he committed to make Israel sin. Now the rest of the acts of Zimri and the treason he committed are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided in two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, the son of Gina, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri prevailed over the people who followed Tibni, the son of uh, Ginath. So Tibni died and Omri reigned. In the 31st year of Asa, king of Yehuda, Omri became king over Israel and reigned 12 years. Six years he reigned in Tirzah, and he brought the hill of Samaria, excuse me, and he bought the hill of Samaria from Shamer for two talents of silver. Then he built on the hill and called the name of the city which he built Samaria, after the name of Shamer, owner of the hill. Omri did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did worse than all who were before him. For he walked in all the ways of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sin by which he had made Israel sin, provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their idols. Now the rest of the acts of Omri, which he did, and, and the might that he showed, 
Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So Omri rested with his fathers and was buried in Samaria. Then uh, Ahab, or Ahab, his son, reigned in his place. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, the son of Omri, became king over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Now Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And it came to pass as though it had been a trivial thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took him, he took as wife Jezebel. Jezebel, the daughter of, of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians. And he went and served Baal and worshipped him. And he set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal, which he built which he had built in Samaria. And Ahab made a wooden image. Ahab did, did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, Hiel of Bethel built Jericho, or Jericho. He laid its foundation with Abiram, his firstborn, and with his youngest son, Segub, he set up his, its gates according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken through Joshua, or Yeshua, the son of Nun. Second Chronicles chapter 17. Then Jehoshaphat, or Jehoshaphat, his son reigned in his place and strengthened himself against Israel. He placed troops in all the fortified cities of Judah and set garrisons in the land of Judah and in the cities of Ephraim, which Asa, his father, had taken. Now the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the former ways of his father David. He did not seek the Baals, but he sought the God of his father and walked in his commandments and not according to the acts of Israel. Therefore, the Lord established the kingdom in his hand, and all Yehuda, all Judah, gave presents to Jehoshaphat, and he had riches and honor in abundance, and his heart took delight in the ways of the Lord. Moreover, he removed the high places and wooden images from Yehuda. Also, in the third year of his reign, he sent his leaders, Ben-Hael, Obadiah, or Obadiah, Zechariah, Nathanael Micaiah to teach in the cities of Judah. And with them he sent Levites, Shemaiah, Nathaniah, Zebediah, Asahel, Shemiramoth, Yehonathan, Adoniah, Tobiah, and Tobadonia, the, the Levites, with them, Elishama and Yehoram. The so they taught in Judah and had the book of the law of the Lord with them. 
They went throughout all the cities of Judah and taught the people. And the fear of the Lord fell on all the kingdoms of the lands that were around Judah. And so they did not make war against Jehoshaphat. Also, some of the Philistines brought Jehoshaphat presents and silver as tribute. And the Arabians brought him flocks, 7,700 rams and 7,700 male goats. So Jehoshaphat became increasingly powerful and he built fortresses and stored cities in Yehuda. And he had much property in the cities of Yehuda or Judah and, and the men of war, mighty men of valor were in Jerusalem. These are their numbers according to their father's houses. Of Judah, the captains of thousands, Adna, the captain, with and with him 300,000 mighty men of valor. The next to him was Jehochanan, the captain, and with him 280,000. And next to him was Amasiah, of the son of Zikri, who willingly offered himself to the Lord. And with him 200,000 mighty men of valor. Of Benjamin, Eliada, a mighty man of valor, and with him 200,000 men armed with bow and shield. And next to him was Jehoshabad, and with him 180,000 prepared for war. These served the king besides those the king put in the fortified cities throughout all Judah. So tomorrow's scripture reading is going to be very interesting because we are going to get into Ahab here. And we're also going to get into Elijah. We're going to get into Elijah. The story of Elijah, very interesting for tomorrow. The Tower Time over there on YouTube says, Shalom, brothers and sisters. Howdy, shalom, welcome, brother. Blessings. To Yah be the glory says, Did what was right or did what was evil occurs frequently in these passages. Further proof, it is not just what we trust, believe in word, but also in our actions, judged for our words and our deeds. Yes, absolutely. Very good. Absolutely. Amen to that. Psalm 94 says, Shalom, everyone. Shalom, shalom. Just got home. Tammy says, I just read the lost revelation of John four times in a row, and I'm I am mind blown. Definitely worth reading. Awesome. Awesome. I'm not 100 percent sure. The lost, Re- lost revelation of John. Let me just have a look at it. The Apocrypha. Um, the secret book of John. The Apocryphon of John, also called the Secret Book of John or the Secret Revelation of John. Is that, just to confirm, is that the one you're talking about there, Tammy? Kingdom Concept says Israel had to fill up the sins to be exiled 390 years cumulatively. Yes. Yes, one John is also asking Tammy about that book. Is that different from the book of Revelation? Or is that what you're talking Or is that what you're talking about? My, okay, so Tammy says, yes, the secret secret uh, book of John. Okay, very good, excellent. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm aiming to wrap this up in about maybe 10 or 15 minutes. So just do a quick little thing here. So yeah, the uh, the link to join is in the is in the description. It should be in the description now. Hopefully this coming Friday, we'll have uh, Will back with us. We'll have Will Davis from Sheepdog Ministries back with us as well. Um, and um, I, I have a... I have someone in mind, again, I don't want to say because I I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I have someone in mind for Saturday as well. I have a special guest for Saturday. I'll let you know as soon as that's confirmed. All right. So, um, yeah. So for those of you who are new, um, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Um, tomorrow we'll be back. Same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we'll continue where we left off. and. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll learn, fellowship, have a wonderful time. So blessings to all you guys, all you guys in the live chat. Even those of you who are listening and those of you who watch, you never put anything in the live chat or in the comments at all. Blessings multiplied to you guys as well. I know we usually have about anywhere between, well, sometimes 15, 20, 40, 50 times more people watching in the, in the replays than, um, you know, during the lives. But, uh, Kingdom Concepts says, Isaiah always said wolf and lamb. Okay, so we're talking about Isaiah 11, 6. You know, thanks again for your fellowship. Thanks again for uh, your questions and your comments. You guys are awesome. You got you guys are world changers. You guys are world changers. So keep on seeking the Lord. As I always said in my older videos, you know, seek the Lord. Seek God. Call upon his name and he will show you great and mighty things. Amen. He will show you great and mighty things. Awesome. So again, thanks a lot, you guys, for uh, for your fellowship and for watching. We'll see you tomorrow night, same time, same place, 7 p.m. Eastern. As always, I pray for every one of you that the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, lift up his countenance upon you and give you wonderful, wonderful shalom. Amen. Amen. See you tomorrow night.